Welcome to This is Cheaper Than Therapy. Please enjoy your session. Okay, guys, huge announcement. I just took a BuzzFeed test. Turns out I'm 0% Karen. You could have had a bad bitch, not committal. Jesus Christ, praise his name. I am one with the Lord. I have been saved. Salvation is mine. I'm not a Karen. Confirmed, confirmed by BuzzFeed. Take that shit to the bank, y'all. Welcome back. We have um, some actual news for you. We have decided, well, I, Gina, your host and um, favorite auntie, has decided to rename this podcast. If you listened last week, then you know um, my original title for this was going to be Anything With Anyone, right? Really simple, straightforward. But after listening back to last week's episode, if you haven't listened, you should. Um, It's just kind of an introduction, although I guess it's really not important. I have decided to rename this podcast. This was cheaper than therapy. Because <laughs> truthfully, guys, that's why I'm doing this. This is cheaper than therapy. I talked about it a little bit last week. This um, is really going to be an outlet for me uh, to share my wonderful thoughts and opinions with anyone who decides to listen. Um, yeah, so this week, guys, if you can tell from my lovely voice singing a little bit of Lizzo just the remix there uh we are going to be talking about one of my favorite topics (laughs) and by favorite I mean fucking least favorite on today's episode we are going to be talking about the single biggest threat we are currently facing as a society the existential threat that we collectively ponder on a day-to-day basis no it is not corona no it is not climate change no it is not the obvious and tangible evidence that aliens have not only landed on earth but have begun the systematic intermingling of their dna with ours in an attempt to save their own genome no 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 we are going to be talking about the unmitigated scourge on our society that is the Karen community. Um, Y'all, if you listened last week, and like I said, if you didn't, you should, uh, then you know that I teased some potential topics for future podcast episodes. Uh, One of those topics, I'm not sure if I mentioned it or not, but it is Karen's. It was Karen's. Uh, If you are currently unfamiliar with what a Karen is, then one, I envy you deeply. And two, you need to take this impending stay-at-home, shelter-in-place order very seriously. Like, don't leave your house because these people are everywhere. These bitches are everywhere. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. No one is safe from the KK or the Karen clan. So for those of you who don't know what a Karen is, and like I said, I truly envy you. These bitches are just tearing shit down. You see them on social media. There's Instagram pages totally dedicated to them. You see them on the news bitching at people in stores about, you know, and complaining about why they have to wear masks and just fucking up people's lives. They're unraveling 
the very fabric of our social institutions. To give you some context, the highly respected and peer-reviewed publication Urban Dictionary defines them in the following way. Let me pull this up here. Hold on, sorry. Karen's. Here we go. Karen's, a middle-aged woman, typically blonde, makes solutions to other people's problem problems an inconvenience to her, although she isn't even remotely affected. Pause. Urban Dictionary, you have done the public a massive disservice with this definition. These women are so much more dangerous <laughs> than this shit would lead you to believe. Oh, God. I, I just, can you tell that this is like a triggering subject for me, Karen's? Oh, my God. <clears throat> to give you some frame of reference as to just how nuclear warhead like these women are, uh, here are the facts. Hashtag Kamala Harris. So think the bat in Wuhan at that market or whatever uh, that unleashed coronavirus into this world. That bat's name was fucking Karen. The popular 14th century poem, Dante's Inferno, was actually originally titled Karen's Inferno. Dante wrote that shit about his wife, Karen, and then Karen threatened him with a knife and said that if he didn't change the name to Dante's Inferno, she would, I don't know, cut him open and wear his ribcage around like a hat. Ouch. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre was loosely based on a moderately inconvenienced white woman named Karen. Do we understand where I'm going with this? Right? Guys, I'm trying to give y'all some goddamn game here. These bitches are the worst. But there are different species of them. And I feel like that's important, right? I'm trying to uh, help you hone your counter Karen skills. But in order to do that, you need to become the... Steve Irwin of Karens. Okay, we need to be able to define and um, identify the subspecies that you're working with, right? In my opinion, there are four major ones, and they are as follows. Karen number one. This is your standard garden variety, asymmetrical bob having bitch, right? She is as entitled as she is ignorant. Her natural habitat includes shitty chain restaurants, right, department stores, and the Yelp comment section. Typically be exhibited behaviors include asking to speak to the manager because her, you know, medium plus burger was definitely not cooked medium plus and she demands it to be taken off the bill at Denny's. Um, stealing sweaters from Macy's, right? Like, that's totally something that this bitch would do. And writing bullshit reviews in the Yelp comment section. <sighs> These bitches fucking suck. Like, hey, Karen, 
I understand that you claim your kleptomania is just you like researching your community theater role for your bullshit rendition of Oliver Twist, but it did not work for Winona Ryder. And sweetie, it's not going to work for you. Go get yourself some goddamn professional help. Keep you busy for a while. Go find a psychiatrist, right? To help you figure your shit out. At least somebody will be able to get some billable hours out of this and you can stay the fuck out of Denny's. Go get yourself help, Karen. Like, seriously, this is ridiculous. Nobody needs this bullshit from you anymore. Karen number two. This is your PTA, Montessori, a medic. American, American Academy of Pediatrics, American Academy of Pediatrics quoting and psychology today quoting Karen. (sighs) This Karen truly in her soul believes that her precious, perfect, immaculately concepted, how boring, child let's call him Johan, sounds like a Karen name, is the second coming of Jesus Christ himself. When really, little Johan is like the second coming of Jeffrey Dahmer. She's the one that thinks that your little grubby-ass, booger-eating kid should consider putting that he was in Johan's class, his computer class or whatever the fuck, in the first grade on his Harvard application, when really Johan is sneaking out the back of commuter class, shooting wrist rockets at stray cats strapped to propane tanks. Like you're so fucking out of touch. Natural habitats include your kid's classroom, your kid's cafeteria, and your business. <sighs> Typically exhibited behaviors include one-upping your kid's shit, spreading shameless and fabricated gossip about you and or your family, and consistently quoting the APA and tries to sell it as her own due diligence uh, and acts like she's, you know, reading these medical studies and interpreting them correctly, which is fucking bullshit. But for me, this woman might be the Karen that bothers me the most. And they all piss me off pretty, pretty badly. But this fucking Karen, to me, at least from my perspective in the season of life that I'm in right now is uh, potentially the most damaging. The other ones, mm, you're annoying and you've got some work to do and you're just altogether fucked up. But this one is involving her children and by extension, your children. Um, It's really, it's just about projection, right? Like she's massively insecure. Maybe she's just like this crazy overachiever. Maybe she actually does have some kind of um, psychiatric issue that needs to be addressed. And that's fine. You know, if if that's what it is, then I mean, I think that we need to approach that Karen with some with some love and um, I guess understanding. But if it's the Karens like I'm thinking of the ones that are just like 
I don't know. They t- they are somewhat resentful of having to quit their job that they you know they were all up and through corporate America and are now projecting all of that insecurity of not having people to boss around in an office anymore onto their own child and then constantly trying to one up your kids shit and making like first grade a competitive sport. Like, I don't fucking have any sympathy for that, Karen. I fucking hate you. Like, get out of my kid's classroom. I just think it's, it's, it just screams insecurity. That's really what it is. And you know what? I shouldn't say I hate you. I feel bad. Like, truthfully, I feel bad for these people because their whole existence as they knew it, or as they know it, (laughs) is lives and dies with their child and there's just like no boundaries there. I feel bad for the kid. I feel bad for them. Their child is pretty much being treated as if it is still a part of mom's body. (laughs) And like there's no distinction between the human being that this woman is and the human being that her child is. And they are one in the same. And that is a recipe for a fucking serial killer. So Karens, if you're this type of Karen, then cut that shit out. It's not healthy for anybody and you're not doing your kidney favors and they're not going to go to Harvard. Sorry. Sucks to be you. Um, Okay. Karen number three, the work Karen. Enough said. Uh, this is the Zoom call that could have been a fucking email, Karen. She's usually pretty easy to spot. She, you know, just look for the woman wearing like, you know, a power suit, using using words like best practice and industry standard. And bingo, you found her. Natural habitats include the lunchroom, the boardroom, and your boss's asshole. Hmm. Must be cozy up there, Karen. Typically exhibited behaviors include going the extra mile. Cool. Totally fine with that. I'm also someone who goes the extra mile, but this bitch does it a little different. Talking about your NASDAQ listed company's bottom line as if it were her own bank statement. Like, you know, like when you like those people who talk about like, guys, we got to save, you know, we can't, we can't, you know, change the the brand of toilet paper in the bathroom. What are you talking about? That's going to cost like an extra $3 a month. The company can't afford that. It's like, Karen, you're a low level employee. Shut the fuck up. I want Charmin, right? Legally blonde. The maintenance staff has switched our toilet paper from Charmin to generic. All opposed to chafing, please say I. Like, stop, Karen. Nobody wants chafing up in their their hoo-ha, okay? Like, stop. If I can squeeze some Charmin out of my boss, like, I'm going to squeeze some Charmin out of my boss. Like, stop. Typically exhibited behaviors, like I said, going the extra mile. And dragging meetings out for an indeterminate and unnecessary amount of time by bringing up you know, some article that she read about how the most progressive companies are moving away from email and only doing face-to-face communication, blah, 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 blah. You're annoying. Stop. Stop this shit, right? Like, guys, I can't, there's a fine line here, right? I want to believe this Karen is coming from a good place. I really do, right? Because I, not unlike this Karen, also believe in doing the most right like your girl is super extra but with this Karen 
It comes from a place of insecurity. There is a theme here, right? There is a common theme here that kind of runs through all these Karens. Insecurity. She's doing the most. She's going the extra mile because somewhere at some point in time, someone who took a Tony Robbins seminar told her that this is how you get ahead in life, right? Like you kiss ass. That's insecurity. Be confident in your ability. I will always stand up for the bad bitches right to dominate your coworkers in the workplace in order to get ahead. Like, fucking go, bitch. I, I am a majorly competitive person and will always um, advocate for this. But this bitch is doing it because someone told her to, not because she actually feels that she wants to improve or she wants to improve her workplace or she wants to do a better job or get a better job or be up for the promotion or do whatever. That's not what this Karen does. This Karen does it because she knows, one, she's being a pain in the ass to you, and two, because someone somewhere told her to do this. And it's not genuine, and that's what makes this bitch Karen. So enough. Cut that shit out. And lastly... Karen number four, this is the senior Karen, right? Like this is the head bitch in charge. This is the final boss, if you will. And she may be the most dangerous of all the ones. Eh, No, I'm just kidding. I take that back. She would be, and probably overall she might be, but number two is still worse to me, but whatever. This is like the career Karen. This is the OG Karen. This is the Karen before they were Karens, right? She taught all these other bitches everything that they know. Um, She's been at the shit all her life and she's damn near perfected her craft. This Karen just gets the manager by herself. Like, no, no, step aside, innocent person trying to make an honest living. I'm just going to head behind the counter and go find your boss because I don't need you to fulfill my destiny. Natural habitats include... The manager's office. Organizing the Million Karen March, because that is something that these bitches would do. In your front yard, probably like holding up paint swatches, making sure your house is, you know, within the correct color standards and scheme for the HOA and measuring your blades of grass and shit and like yelling at your kids for riding their bike too fast by her house. Like, right, like some annoying ass OG Karen shit, right? This one would call, like, the customer service number on the back of a pizza rolls bag because she burned her mouth. Like, just stupid, stupid shit. This is the woman who taught the modern-day Karens everything that they know. This was the blueprint. This was the glass ceiling (laughs) breaker, She paved the way for the rest of the Karens. And for that, we say, fuck you. Why did you do that? Why is this a thing? Karens, listen to me. If you're you're listening and I pride myself here on This Was Cheaper Than Therapy on being a Karen-free community, right? Like these bitches, I'm sorry, ladies. If you you are a self-identified Karen, uh, you don't belong here. Thank you for your patronage, but this ain't your place. Karens are a thing because people are both wildly entitled and cripplingly insecure. 
And in order to make sure that they are not the only ones that feel this way, they they take all of their judgment in bullshit and just project it on everybody else around them. They're the consummate misery loves company. You know, these are the this is what Batman was talking about, or whoever the fuck said it when and said, um, you know, some men just want to watch the world burn. The Joker was a Karen, right? A different type of Karen, for sure. But he was a fucking Karen. And there's no place for you in this society. I feel that Karens, I, I know this is like kind of a lighthearted and joking topic, but truthfully, like this bullshit, this judgment, this like, oh, did you see what they were doing? Like, shut the fuck up mind your business stay in your own lane if everybody started worrying about their damn selves more than they worry about everybody fucking else this world would be a different place right like let's leave the karens in 2020 with felicia by felicia we haven't seen those bitches in a while Somewhere in 2018, 2019, we lost the Felicias. Let's get rid of the Karens too. If you're a Karen and you're listening to this, I'm going to assume you're here because you want to reform. Hit me up. Send me a message. I want to talk to you. I want to know why it is that you believe you're a Karen. What has led you to this point in your life? And how we can move forward. And how you can organize your people your fellow Karens, because typically Karens know other Karens, and how we can help to uh, remove this archety- archetype, this personality trait, flaw, whatever, from society. Because we don't need it. Nobody needs this bullshit. Life is hard enough as it is. So Karens, get fucking lost. And if you're a Karen who knows they're a Karen who wants to become a reformed Karen, a an artist formerly known as Karen, then hit a bitch up and we'll talk. So last week on Instagram, I asked you guys uh, for questions, right? If you had any questions you wanted me to answer on the podcast. <sighs> guys, I got one question. And um, it's a doozy. Right, so I want you to to buckle up. I want you to uh, really, really strap yourselves in for this one. Here it is. Gina, what are your thoughts on socks with sandals? (laughs) What do you think my thoughts are on socks with sandals? I'm a white person. Like, I love socks with sandals. Listen, if you don't think that every day when I walk down my driveway to get my mail that I'm not wearing socks with sandals, literally, unless there is like a foot of snow outside, I am always wearing socks with sandals when I go to get my mail. If I am running to Dunkin' Donuts in the morning or Starbucks or wherever, so anywhere, it doesn't have to be like a coffee, it can be anywhere, somewhere where I don't have to get out of the car, I'm probably wearing socks with sandals. So I fucking love socks with sandals. And I will not apologize for that. No. It is my birthright as a pedestrian white bitch to wear socks with sandals. And that is fucking that. Guys, that's it for me. Follow the show on Instagram. It is at this was cheaper than therapy. 
You can also follow me personally. It is at Gina Glazimitsky. Um, Until next week, guys. Bye, Karen. Bye.